0: Welcome to the Spiritual Recharge Podcast, brought to you by SpiritualRecharge.com. This is your place to experience peace and higher consciousness while recharging the battery of your soul. So get comfortable, take a few relaxing breaths, and settle in to this sacred time for yourself. Our warmest welcome to you, thank you for your beautiful presence And now, we'll hear from Michael.
1: Today, we're going to be diving into how to transcend the dark side and experience greatness. How do we deal with these negative parts of us? How do we overcome them? What are the methods that actually work? because all of us have something inside of us, comfort zone, limitations, some addiction, some attachment. And it might seem like it's a good thing at the time, but then afterwards we're losing out so many opportunities, so many great things we could be doing, because we're playing small, we're holding back, we're getting stuck in this stuff. And some people call it demons, facing demons, the monsters, the evil spirits if you want to call them that there's many ways of explaining what these things are but how do we overcome that and what happens when we do and what happens if we don't right this is such an important thing because in our spiritual life there's basically two sides to it one is experiencing the light receiving the power from beyond waking up and then the other is going deep down and opening the basement and looking at all the monsters that are wrecking our life and, and dealing with them because they're not going to just disappear by themselves. So we've got a very juicy topic today and I'm very excited to introduce Shereen Chandra, Sister Shereen. She lives in Florida, Tampa, Florida, runs a meditation center. She's hardcore, that's why I've invited her and she's had 30 years experience teaching meditation, practicing meditation. She gets up at two o'clock in the morning. She's hard, she's, you know, a lot of things that we talk about on this podcast, Shireen actually does those things uh, every day consistently, right, and so I'm very inspired by her. She's done loads of service, videos, retreats. She's been teaching in the center for years and years and years every day, had the doors open. She's had multiple near-death experiences, And um, I could go on and on, but uh, I just want to welcome you, Shireen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast. (laughs) So, you know, I was talking to Shireen recently about something, and and she was saying how you can't avoid certain things in in spiritual life. And and Shireen has this um, saying the Valley of Maya, because another term for negativity or the dark side is Maya. And and when you're on a deep spiritual path, ultimately you can't avoid these things. So I'm gonna just be asking her questions and, and jumping in here and there. And by the end of this, our intention is that you have the understanding and the tools to deal with this, these dark side, these demons, these monsters, how to really overcome them, how to understand them, and how to experience the greatness that's hidden away inside of you that it's right there but there are monsters sitting on the lid. One of the things that that I've had this experience this image is that inside of us we all have this pot of bubbling joy. And I like to think of it as like a golden pot full of golden joy inside of us and it has a lid on the top and maya the demons are sitting on the lid suppressing our joy they're sitting on the lid and if we don't get them off the lid then we can't have that bubbling joy bubble up inside our being right so we're actually losing out on being happy by having these monsters ruining our life so with that said shireen what is the dark side what are these demons
0: Um, you know, I like the word Maya, right? Maya is this illusion. And um and you know, like motivational speakers say that fear is uh false evidence appearing real. So demons I feel is this really like paper tigers. Like in our uh, in the Brahma Kumaris, we use this term paper tigers. And the reason why we use paper tigers is that they look very real from a distance, and then you go closer you realize actually it's made of paper. Um, And so these very like, um, you know, our insecurities, our doubts, it could even be depression, it could be loneliness. It could be our illusion about a lot of things in the world. We live in a lot of illusions, actually. And I always tell myself, disillusionment is a good thing because then you are yeah. breaking your illusions. Disillusionment is a very good thing. So it might be initially it's harder to deal with disillusionment, but actually in the long run, it's really good for the soul. And so th- that is what other demons we have to face, our insecurities, our fears, our you know depression, loneliness, emptiness, despair. Disorderment, discontentment—they all seem to be D's.
1: Isn't that interesting? (laughs) Isn't that fascinating? So there's there's all these negative emotions and negative um, perceptions that can stick to us. And um, there's you know in in Raj Yoga there's these there's the five main ones, aren't they? What are the five main ones? The, The big five. Yeah, I am. You can tell everyone.
0: Lust, anger, greed, ego, attachment. Did I get all five?
1: Lust, anger, ego, greed. Yeah. So th- those five, that 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 is really the cause of basically all the sorrow in the world and in our own lives. And of course, they all have progeny. There are so additional
0: bonus ones, I feel, which are even worse. Um, fear is bad and Laziness is a big one. And uh, mm. laziness, I think, is the root cause of all evil. Um, even even for not facing our demons, it's really laziness. Um, mm. Arrogance is a big one. Yeah, those are all big ones. But you could right. say the five main ones like the lust, anger, greed, ego, attachment, they are like the primary vices. And just like the primary colors, you mix and match and you get the rest of the color spectrum. Mm -hmm. In the same way, these primary vices, you mix and match and you get the rest of the spectrum of the vices, spectrum of the demons.
1: Oh dear, oh dear. Yeah. So you got the whole and everyone has like their unique special colour or special colours blend, you know. Yeah. Some people like super angry and they're about to just blow the lid at any second. And other people they don't have anger, but they got some major ego or some lust or something, and it or attachment. And um, and then all the things like addictions or All the other things that wreck our life are all connected back to those vices, aren't they, in some way?
0: Yes. Yes. Those are the five primary, the primary ones.
1: So how can we tell if we have demons or dark side or these mayas? What's the sign of it?
0: You. You know, if someone doesn't know they have a demon, they've lived a very charmed life. In my life, they Bless come them. knocking on the door. It's I can't ignore them. They're just there. Um, but every time, right, every time I'm feeling one of these despair and discontentment and disheartenment and dejection and... Um, Depression and all of loneliness, which is not a D word, but when I'm feeling these things, then I know that that one of the demons is coming knocking.
1: Mm. You know, you've made me laugh there because I remember um, hearing a story when someone was teaching teaching the, this course to a student, and I thought this was so funny. And she she explained to this um, this person, she said there are these five main vices: lust anger, ego, greed and attachment and they're like wrecking your life and this woman said oh thank god I haven't got any of those
0: <laughs>
1: and, <laughs> and everyone just cranked up because like, you know if someone thinks that it, it, they really haven't understood what's going on and I, so I think that the more sensitive we are we become more aware of these things because they're, we can feel the difference you can feel the difference but if, if we're in the middle of it and we're so used to it and we can't tell that it's even there.
0: Right. It's also what happens is uh, we're so used to running away from them. We are so used to pacifying ourselves with uh, external things that we forget that it's like such an automatic pacification method that we use. Uh, Like there's a pacifier for every one of these, right? We are masters at pacifying ourselves and ignoring what needs to be addressed and so because we become su- such good masters at this uh, uh pacification and you know camouflaging and uh push- pushing it under the carpet that we don't even realize we are doing it
1: lots of love and blessings just wanted to mention that if you enjoy this podcast and resonate with it and you'd like more Go ahead and to make sure that you follow the podcast on Apple or Spotify or wherever it is that you listen to it. So that way you get notified of any new things. And we're going to be doing new and different things from time to time, extra little bits and pieces. So you'll learn about all of that as well. So I just wanted to mention that. Go ahead and follow the podcast. Thank you so much for your wonderful presence and back to the podcast. Yeah, I remember hearing that there's, there's supp- suppression is where these things come up and we, we are aware of them, and we push them down, we kind of... But repression is where we don't even realize we've done it, that's how deep it is. We don't, it happens so quickly that we're not even aware.
0: Right, and also society kind of gives you permission to repress. Um, It's society tells you it's okay to do whatever, you know, instead of facing it, it's okay to, you know, for example, and, and they have vested interest for you not to face. For example, let's say you want connectivity, you really want to feel a sense of connection with people instead of having that sense of connection with people and you're feeling a lack of connectivity, you're feeling alone, instead of going and connecting with people, you decide to open some social media and start looking at, you know, someone's life. Because that gives you a false sense of connectivity because that's like a pacifier.
1: Mm. Yeah, and there's lots of... um secondary, like fake versions of everything. So before we get too deep into this, let's just clarify, what is the purpose of getting over these demons? Because there are lots of them around. There's these five main ones, plus all these other ones, right? And there's all these ways of distracting ourselves and society promotes it, right? Why bother dealing with these demons at all? What is the point of that?
0: You know, our understanding is that We are innately beautiful, pure, spiritual beings. That is who we are. Love and peace and joy and wisdom and power and um, bliss. All of these things are part of our innate core. And so I want us to visualize a diamond. There's this beautiful multifaceted diamond. That diamond is you. And surrounding that diamond is a lot of mud. And the mud are the demons. So the demons really are protecting who you are. They are not protecting. They're preventing you from getting to who you are. The multifaceted, beautiful, joyful being. And so if you don't fight the demons and get to the pure diamond, then you miss out on what the pure diamond has to offer. You miss out on the self-sovereignty, you miss out on um, love and, you know, like the deep joy, you miss out on all of these things. And for me, I always feel like I'm not too concerned about what people are suffering, right? Right you can really overcome a lot of suffering with the right attitude, no problem. But I always think that the worst thing, the most criminal thing that can happen to a person is they are missing out on beautiful experiences. And so if I don't face my demons, then I miss out on these beautiful experiences.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I totally understand and feel that. It's um, ha- having been on a spiritual path, myself for a long time there's there's something very magical about feeling liberated and experiencing well that that golden bubbling joy that is within us and to to trade that off for a little bit of um a few crumbs from the table and feeding the monsters it's really not what are we losing out on? You know, when we look back in on life, we say, "Oh, I, I, I watched loads of films." Okay, but what did you miss? <laughs> you know, um, so so we got kind of got two choices then. We got our, we can experience our higher self, which is full of divine bliss and light and peace and freedom and joy, or we can deal with the monsters and feed feed the monsters. So we have to make a decision, what what do we want? You know, what do we really want?
0: Yeah, before we decide uh, not, to, yeah. not to deal with the monster, right? Before we decide not to face the demon, not to deal with the monster, we have to have, we have to shine a light on these things. We have to shine a light on what this demon is, what this monster is. And from so many years of experience, I want to share with everyone that the demon really is a paper tiger. It appears real. It's not real. You just have to face it, and when you go close, you realize, oh, this is not real. Why did I take so long to come close to it, to see that it is not real?
1: That's very interesting. Can you you give an example so we can get a sense of exactly what you mean. (laughs) That's exactly, that's what we all want to know, yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, which one should I pick? Um, (laughs) Okay, Okay, so let's say there was a period in my life where I was feeling lonely. And I was trying to... um, you know, doing all sorts of things to overcome that loneliness. And after, and then I, like maybe for a month or two, um, you know, all kinds of uh, things I was, you know, okay, let me go on the internet, watch some movies. Uh, let me, uh, you know, talk to people and let me do all of these things, right? And so when I... Then at one day, I realized in my morning meditation that that is not getting me anywhere. It's not getting me anywhere because this loneliness seems to be a very deep thing and it's not going away. And that's when I really started working on making God my companion. And after a few months of practice of making God my companion, I realized that God is really always with me. And that this paper tiger of loneliness, I should not have wasted those two months. Anyway, I wasted. But I should not have wasted those two months. And I should have started this deep companionship, this deep bond that I have with God way before than I did, because what I realized when I experienced that deep companionship that this is always with me. The demon is trying to tell me that it's not. And also, Maya, illusion, is trying to tell me it's not. And then I go closer and I realize, whoa, this is a paper tiger. It's not real. This loneliness is not real. Actually, I am. God is with us. And so, um, to just... Accept it To have that deep conviction And then to experience that Is more useful Than watching a bunch of movies And talking to people I'm not saying don't talk to people But also it shouldn't just be As a pacifier
1: Yeah, that's fantastic So you You were trying to get your needs met in some way that, and did it work? I mean, obviously it didn't work that you you did all these things, but then afterwards you weren't feeling satisfied anyway. Is that right?
0: Right, right. You weren't feeling satisfied anyway. And you know, there are many things I learned over the years about demons. Um, One of the things, even at that point, I realized was it was so much easier to just face it you think that it's not easy. You think, oh, there is this slight fear. Oh, what's going to happen if I go inside? What will I find? If this is my dark side. What will I find inside? Maybe there are other horrible things about me. No, there are not horrible things about you. You are a beautiful soul, and that is what is inside. And um, and it's so much easier and so much more joyful to experience that than to not face the demon because the demon is preventing you from experiencing that.
1: Isn't that fascinating? So it seems like it's an impossible thing and Maya makes it seem like there's no way around it and it's important, but realistically it's a paper tiger.
0: Yes, it is a paper tiger. That is one mantra we should keep repeating to ourselves. The demon is a paper demon. It's a paper hmm. demon. It's not a real demon. It's not going to come bite you. There's nothing horrible inside you. You are a beautiful soul.
1: Mm, isn't that fascinating? I think that's that's probably the biggest biggest problem is is having this feeling that there's nothing there. I mean, I've actually spoke to people who said, I've got these some people actually have like voices in their head um, and that say things to them whether they're schizophrenic or or whatever it is or even, I mean everyone has some sort of thing going on in their head but I remember talking to one person and she was telling me that she's afraid of letting go of these voices and these negative thoughts because she thought well if I let them all go then what if there's nothing left? Right. Isn't that interesting? So so we get so comfortable with the monsters and these these ways of thinking and, and doing that I, mean, I think that might be the biggest success that they have over us is that we start to think that that is who we are and who we're, there's nothing afterwards. Like if we give it up, then then we're kind of in desert on our own with nothing at all.
0: Right, right. Yes. So maybe the first step in fighting the demon is having conviction that you are a soul that is full of love and peace and joy and bliss and power and freedom and happiness and self-sovereignty and all of those things. That is abundance. That is who you are. And maybe that is the first step we need to have conviction. That is who I am.
1: I' take a moment now to give thanks to you for listening, for being here for your beautiful presence. It really means a lot to us to be doing this and connect with you. And one thing that we'd really appreciate is if you could go and leave a review on Apple or Spotify that way we can help grow the podcast, you can help grow the podcast. And if you have any questions or you need any extra support, just leave it in there and we'll do everything we can. If you have any topics that you'd like us to share about or anything that you like that you'd like us to do more of, just go ahead and mention that in the review and we will do everything we can to support you. So thank you so much for being here. All right, let's get back to the podcast.
0: You know, one of the things in psychology, they talk about fight, flight, or freeze. And I feel that's the old paradigm. The old paradigm is: you fight something, you f- fly away from it, or you freeze in the face of it. Like the demon is coming, you're running away, or you're, uh, you know, flying away with it, or <laughs> you're fighting it, or you are um, freezing. And so I feel that there is another F word, and that is face. Instead of fight, flight, or freeze, we need to face the demon. And facing the demon does not mean fighting it. Facing the demon means shining a light on your beauty, shining a light on the paper tiger, the paper demon, that it's a paper thing, and shining a light that whatever you think is hard is actually not hard, it's the easiest thing to do.
1: You know, this is counterintuitive, isn't it? Because um, we, let's just say someone's having a rough day and they get triggered because of something that happened. And then there's like, there's all these options, isn't there, to distract ourselves. There's There's the internet, there's cell phones, and there's, you know, millions of apps and then there's lots of different types of food and then there's various drugs and illegal and legal drugs and alcohol and blah, blah, blah. And it just goes on and on and on. And there's just how many of them are there, right? It's just endless. So you've got all these options to try and avoid the pain. And um, so what are you suggesting someone does instead of going for all of that? which is readily available, what, what should they practically do if getting, they got triggered and they think, oh God, I can't deal with this?
0: You know, um, of course, to face the demon, right? But one of the thing about demons is that the demons are triggered by a situation and we need to face the truth in any situation because what we don't understand and what we don't realize is that we are living with a lot of illusions. We are living with a lot of illusions, whether it is relationships, whether it is uh, situations in the world. There's a lot of illusions going on inside, and these illusions are really operating our lives. We many of us really don't understand reality. There's just illusions are operating this life. And so we. Need, the first thing we need to do is we need to face the truth in any situation. And the truth in any situation is that you are an eternal, immortal, beautiful soul. And um, God is present for you. God's powers are present for you. And also the other thing is that... There is an archetype inside us, and this archetype needs to be born. Like we need to give it birth. How do we give birth to this archetype inside us? We have to shine a light on it, and we have to keep living it. And in the Kumaris, we call it Mahavir, brave warrior. So we are all actually brave warriors. Brave warrior doesn't mean we are going off and fighting physical things, but that there is an archetype inside of us that this brave warrior um, who fights and faces the demon, and that is the call of the time right now, is to see through the illusions and to become that Mahavir. Yes, yeah, spiritual warrior. And also we have to look at our... Spiritual reasons, warrior. right? The excuses we give ourselves. So let's say if I am feeling a certain way, I could give myself an excuse. Oh, I'm too young. I'm too old. Um, I'm not financially, you know, doing well. And um, I don't want to do this. I don't believe in that. And so... All of these excuses and laziness and these things come to tell us we sh- why we shouldn't be mahavirs. And so we have to become mahavirs. We have to. It's like a, it's like an archetype that just needs to be born inside. It's there. We are all. There. It's there. It just needs to be born.
1: You know, I think you've really touched on something very deep here that I um, will share from my own experience that I think the, the way Maya personally gets the better of me is to sabotage my aim in life. Because if I have a high aim, that I'm a powerful soul and I'm Mahavir and I'm a spiritual warrior and I have very high standards for myself, then then I'll do whatever I need to do based on that being my focus in life. But if I start to think, oh, you know, I made this mistake and I made that mistake and this thing didn't work out and I'm not very good and all that sort of stuff, then on some level my self-image has changed and I think, well, there's no point, you know, because I'm not very good anyway and I can't do it. And I think that's um, that that ruins a lot a lot of the courage because there's that sense of not being able to on some deeper level. Yeah.
0: You know, there's a deep mindset change that needs to happen. And the deep mindset change, and I think these mindset changes need to happen even before we start thinking about demons. And that is, we are not ordinary people. We have to accept our greatness. That is a deep mindset change that needs to happen. We are not benefiting anyone by playing small. I'm not an ordinary person. I am a Mahalir. And that mindset change, that conviction needs to happen before we even begin to face the demons.
1: Mm, That's very Each one
0: of us are very important people. We are very important souls. Because... It's, and it's not a matter of comparison. It's not a matter of, oh, if they are two billion important souls, then they can't be a third billion, you know, three more billion important souls. It's not like that. That's a very limited mindset. They can be eight billion important souls, which is what's the current population of the world. But we are important souls. And if we don't, one last thing, if we don't change the mindset, Right then we give ourselves permission to wallow in our limitations, in our fears. So you shouldn't give yourself permission to wallow in your limitations and fears. And to be able to do that, you have to change that mindset. It's
1: very interesting. It? It's so interesting how many layers there are of all these things. You know, Stephen Pressfield who's one of my favorite authors, he talks about um, the resistance. His whole, all his books basically revolve around dealing with resistance, which is another way of saying the demons, to try and stop people being their better self. And um, if we, but if we don't believe we're any good to begin with, then, then it's almost like there's nothing's gonna even happen. It's almost like we haven't left the house yet on the adventure, if we think we're no good. But then when we get into things, then then they come after us. I mean, my own experience is that I have already left the house and I'm way further away than I used to be when I started the path. And whenever I try and do something extraordinary, then I (laughs) quite swiftly get attacked um, because they don't seem to like the next level. You know, like some part of me has something comes after us when we're saying, okay, now I'm going to do something beyond what I'm normally doing. Why do you think that is?
0: This does seem to be gatekeepers, right? Like, uh, you know, Joseph Campbell says, the cave you fear to enter holds the treasures you seek. But the fear of entering that cave, there is an illusion that they are... um, all of these things that's preventing me from entering that cave. But I feel um, like I started in the big, like I was sharing in the beginning, laziness is the root cause of all evil. I do not want to get out of my status quo. I'm used to a certain pattern, even if it is a way of pattern of thinking, right? I'm used to a pattern of thinking. And to be able to get out of that pattern of thinking and to adopt the mindset that, oh, I'm a Mahavir, I'm a great soul, I'm not an ordinary soul, you know, there really is no benefit in playing any of those stupid small things. Um, But the resistance really is laziness. I think the they should be those five vices we spoke about but the primacy the primary vice should be laziness right up there
1: isn't that fascinating yeah laziness oh i'll do it later oh i haven't got time oh it's it's, because it's so easy isn't it to just do something else you know
0: that laziness, right? Oh, I haven't got time. I don't want to do it, or I'll do it, is one kind of laziness. But laziness also, the inertia, you don't want to go past the inertia of what you were doing.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yes, yeah, so and stay at the same level of, um because it, 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 it's challenging, isn't it? It actually, on a biological level, our brain has a hard time when we try and push beyond what we used to, as well as our soul, you know, because we're creating new neural pathways and then that causes some trouble on top of everything else which is quite an interesting shift
0: yeah we are you know many things we are masters at and the way we feed the demon It's not even, we are not facing, we are not fighting. That's definitely not happening. We are not facing, we are not fighting, we are not doing any of that thing. But also we are feeding the demons many times, right? Giving a tea and coffee and, you know, some...
1: Shireen doesn't drink doesn't drink caffeine, so she keeps calling me out. I'm sitting here with my cup of tea, and she's like, "Oh, there you go with your addiction to coffee." But um, no, that it's true, you know. Sometimes coffee can help you overcome demons, but other times it is a demon, so it's a bit of a double edged sword. Yeah, no, um,
0: but coffee, coffee no. is your problem. It's the least of your demons. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> no, we won't address coffee right now but <laughs> um but we keep feeding this right we keep feeding this um I'm metaphorically saying you know tea and coffee and uh, mm-hmm. cookies we keep feeding this and the way we feed this is self-sabotaging patterns of behavior mm-hmm. the behavior that i once had i keep playing it out again and again. And the behavior I adopt from, the many ways we adopt behaviors from our parents, from society, from TikTok, from, uh, you know, everywhere we adopt, unconsciously adopt really self-sabotaging patterns. And we keep playing that out. We keep playing that out in our relationships. We keep playing that out when we have to do something important and we don't want to face the demon, we keep just playing these avoidance tactics.
1: So we wake up to realize we're great souls on some level, but then these patterns of programming from where growing up and parents and school and television and internet are going on round and round and round and round and round. And then we hear about all these new things and we think, oh, that sounds great, but it's hard to get out of it because all these patterns are going round and round and round and it's just easier to stay stuck in it.
0: Right. But don't underestimate the power of shining a light. Right. You shine a light on the demon, you shine a light on who you really are. But another very important uh, societal pattern that we adopt is our attitudes towards God. Um, So what happens with our attitude toward God is that unconsciously we adopt centuries of programming around God. Like, you know, many, many people in, in the United States, I mean, so many people I speak to, they say, Oh, but... Because of God, all of these atrocities happened. You know, God, because of God, because whatever religion, all of these atrocities happened. But that actually, you know, that belief that because of God, all of these atrocities happened is a very Western concept. No one in India will tell you that because in India it didn't happen. No Eastern religion, there were atrocities because of God or because of religion, they weren't atrocities. So what happens is if I base my whole attitude towards a very, very important being to God based on one set of civilization, then how um, we are really cheating ourselves And it's so important to understand, to really face demons, right? If you really want to ask me deep down, I I will have to tell you that to really face real demons, you need God. Mm -hmm. Without God, you can't do it. And if I don't look at my, the societal attitudes and the attitudes my parents have instilled in me about God, and if I don't look at the traditions of what happened, if I don't think, oh, this is so cool to be an atheist, um, it's, you know, how universities are teaching you about God, whatever it is, if you don't realize that, then you will not be able to face your deep, dark demons.
1: So how does knowing God accurately help face the demons?
0: You know, in the beginning you were talking about walking through the valley of Maya. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: There's only one being who can walk with you through the valley of Maya, and that is God. Because he is the purest being there is, because he's the ocean of love. And it's the ocean of power. You need power to face your demons. You need so many powers to face your demons. You need the power to tolerate to face your demons. And you need the power to discern. Discern is very, very important. You need the power to discern to face your demons. And when you walk with God, that is when you get the power. That is when those powers accompany you. But the illusion here is that God is some uh, being who is I have to fear. God is some being out there. You know, I'm so small. Why will he listen to me? But that is an illusion. God is with us, always with us. I just have to discover who I am and then he's there. It's like a radio and radio station. Tune yourself in and the radio station is right next door. Just tune tune in. And then you have all the power. You have the power to discern, you have the power to tolerate, and you have all the powers.
1: So if somebody is, uh, wants to get out of their comfort zone and they want to overcome laziness and they want to deal with all this stuff, how, how do they receive God's power to help them?
0: You have to do the spiritual work. You have to stop thinking you're a label, like whatever gender or color or race or young or old or ugly or beautiful, whatever label you put yourself in, you have to stop doing that. You have to realize you're a soul. Um, It's not that you have a soul, but that you are a soul. And The realization and then the practice, right? Like you're walking and you're walking in that awareness, I'm a soul. You're sitting, you're sitting in the awareness, you're a soul. And then the other um, very important aspect is not only that I'm a soul, but my innate nature, is love and peace and innocence and beauty and wisdom and all of that. That is, my that is my innate nature. That is who I am intrinsically. And so when I am able to do that, make that spiritual effort and keep making that spiritual effort and then connecting with the supreme, connecting with the source, connecting with the source of all powers and the source of all virtues... That is the that is when I start to address the demons. But there's one thing we have to remember when we are addressing demons. This is an important thing we have to remember. I don't mean to be a bearer of bad tidings, but just remember this. That is, you know, um, in some medicines, right, things get bad before they get good. So in um, in our teachings, we say that, um, that um, it gets worse before it gets better. And so when you are cleansing, when you're fighting your demons, it's really a cleansing. That's what you're doing. When you're fighting your demons, you're cleansing, um, you have to understand that it's kind of like a, Uh, natural medicine where things get worse before they get better. And so because all this junk is coming out of the soul, right? So the first thing you encounter when you're trying to get to the beautiful diamond is the mud. And so you're looking at the mud and don't get discouraged by the mud. The mud keeps coming out and you think, oh my God, there's just mud. There is no diamond, but just keep going. (laughs) Then eventually you will get to the diamond, but things will all the junk will come out but it's okay that's just par for the course
1: it's a good warning to have isn't it but it but it's true though isn't it It's just if anyone who's done a detox like a juice cleanse or anything like that you know and and it starts off fine but then you hit day three or four or five and it's everything starts going horribly wrong and you have headaches and feel sick and you know low energy and brain fog and all these things and that's when people typically give up and crack and go back to the old old ways physically you know but this is the same thing with the spiritual work um and that, that that's the uh that's the temptation isn't it to avoid these things but we're normally only a few days away from certain things shifting or you know and it can happen in a second it can happen anytime any time when we have this shift but it, it might be a while And sometimes it's quite a long, long journey. But it doesn't have to be. It depends on our level of dedication. And one of the things I really appreciated you sharing, Shireen, is about the illusions, the, um, what were you calling them, Um, disillusionment, to see, to understand life accurately. Because if we're living on the basis of illusions, then how are we really ever going to get out of it? So what what are some of those illusions? They're the main things, holding the demons together.
0: You know, we tend to live in extremes. We either have very romanticized versions of the past, or we think, oh, it was so horrible. And, um... And that really, like these extremes, right, that really is one of the illusions. Limiting beliefs, you know, the belief that, oh, um, I'm just an ordinary person, that would be a big illusion. And also, um, you know, in this culture, we revere these movie stars and all these people and then you see them in these movies right like you see keanu reeves in matrix and you think whoa he is neo and but he's not neo really he's just playing neo and if you really want to be neo then you have to overcome your doubts and your insecurities and you have to advance the narrative I always tell myself I need to advance the narrative. It has to progress. It can't keep keep getting stuck in the past. Like, I keep repeating. If I re- keep repeating patterns, that is an illusion too. And I have to advance the narrative. And I have to realize that um, whatever I'm revering, whatever the illusion that the world is pushing on me, that these movie stars are great or... Um, you know, fame is good or, um, you know, I postponing joy, that is a big one. I will be happy when I make the next million dollars. That's a really big illusion. You keep postponing things. Um, and so, um, or, you know, if I have this, then I can be happy. That's a big illusion. Um But we have to understand one thing about um, this is I'm a Mahavir. I'm a brave warrior. And the most popular people now really are not heroes. I mean, they play heroes, and who knows, maybe they're heroes in their personal lives, I don't know. But really, the... um, If I want to understand this illusion, I have to understand that unsung, unknown spiritual warrior. I am an unsung, unknown spiritual warrior. And that is who I am. And that is a very important archetype. Don't play victim. That is another big illusion. Don't play victim. It just doesn't serve anyone. It's so disempowering. and um and that is who i am so the all these illusion of self-doubt depression all of these are illusions
1: it's very deep so to have that archetype i'm a powerful spiritual warrior the incognito spiritual warrior that so just tune in to so everyone listening to this do you think of yourself that way and what would happen if you did think of yourself that way because however we see ourselves affects everything in our life so if i think oh i'm not very good and i can't do this and i can't do that then that's that's what i'm going to live out but if you think of yourself as a spiritual warrior and your your job is to wake up and to conquer all these illusions <laughs> Then that's what you do. That's your job. That's your business. That's your life. That's your dharma. That's your purpose. And that 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 archetype, that awareness leads to a completely different reality. Yes,
0: that archetype leads to a very different reality.
1: So this is very deep. I just want to open it up to anyone who has any questions. If you have any questions, press star two. Anyone live, you're welcome to talk to us for a few minutes. And um, this is a very deep topic, and I encourage everyone just to think about what are your demons, what what is holding you back, where are your where are you stuck, where are you stuck, where are you repeating patterns that are not serving you anymore one of the one of the key things is to shine that light on it so that we know what it is the biggest biggest problem is when we stuff everything under the under the rug and stuff it in the basement you know and lock the door and hope that it, nothing happens. But the thing is, those demons will get out of the basement because they can get underneath the door. <laughs> they can get through the little crack in the keyhole, right? That They can come out. So you can't really put them in the basement for any length of time. They'll come out. And when they do, they run around and terrorize us and wreck the house. So we, we can't avoid them. So what are we going to do to deal with it? It's a very deep, very deep thing. And once you think about what it is, and by the way, it's important to remember this not your fault. That this is something that has happened to everybody. And we didn't do this on purpose to ourselves to have all these monsters. But it is our responsibility to do something about it. Now that we are in this situation, now we've woken up, now we're talking about it then it's our chance to deal with these things. So, Shireen, let's have your final thoughts on this, that if someone has, has figured out, okay, here's one main demon or problem or challenge that is repeating itself, what, what's the takeaway that they can remember from this podcast to deal with it?
0: To shine a light on it, to go close... Don't escape. Go close. Shine a light on it. Go close. Remember who you are. Remember who is with you. And just keep going close. And what happens is whatever is going on inside you cannot be fixed by external things. If I am depressed, I mean, clinical depression, I'm not getting there, but, you know, low-grade depression... If I am lonely, let's not talk about depression, let's talk about loneliness. If I am lonely, loneliness is an inside issue that cannot be fixed by external things. And that's something I need to understand. These internal issues need to be addressed with internal things, with spiritual things. And if I want something good in my life, then I have to make space for it. I can't have a whole bunch of junk going on and think of oh, something good is going to happen. I have to make space inside the soul by cleansing the soul, by purifying the soul, by remembering I'm a soul, that yes, there is space for, for beautiful things.
1: So shine a light on it, make space, don't run away from it. Remember you have divine help. Remember who you are really. The more we remember who we are, the more light light we feel, the more we receive that power from God. And uh, I think that's the key thing. You know, these are all important things, but the key thing that I'm taking from this is just have a really good look at it, shine that light, because it it seems it's like um Sherlock Holmes, the Hound of the Baskervilles, the where where he thinks this there's this really scary dog, right, like a like a scary lion type of thing, but it isn't really. It just seems scarier than it really is. But it freaks Sherlock Holmes out and. Um, these things appear to be one way when in fact they're not really what they seem and when we look at it long enough this is the classic hero's journey isn't it the, the hero goes into the cave and there's this monster there's a dragon in there and most people don't want to go in the cave because they're afraid they're going to get killed but what if it's not really a big dragon at all it's a pretend dragon it's like the Wizard of Oz. The Great Wizard of Oz seems like he's all big and scary, but he's not really. And I think that's the um, the key thing, is that there's nothing really there. But the longer we run from it, the more we develop coping mechanisms that go round and round and round and around. It takes up hours and hours and hours and months and years of our life. And all of that is all spent because we're avoiding this this little Wizard of Oz character who's actually just a little sweet little guy. And so it's, it's not, there's nothing even there, but it, it can wreck our lives anyway. So this is a very, very deep thing. And um bit sense, yeah,
0: go ahead. That really helps me is I give this demon, like whatever demon I'm having to face, I give this demon a character. You know, you could give this demon a character like, you know, little devil with a pitchfork and a tail and, you know, all of those little horns. You can give that character, give it life, you know, give it a form. Um, Give it some form, any form. It could be Mickey Mouse. It could be um, this, or it could even be a dragon, a fire-spitting dragon. Um, And then I give it that. I name it. I name it, I name my demon and I give it a form. And then I just sit and give that demon good wishes and pure feelings. Because when I'm able to give good wishes and pure feelings and see the demon in the eye, then I know I can face this demon.
1: So thank you, Shireen. That's very, very deep, very, very deep. So everyone knows what to do. You might want to re-listen to this. We, We went all over the map with different things in this session. So next time you're finding yourself holding back or avoiding things or getting caught up in patterns, you can look at it directly, shine a light on it, name it, see it for what it is. And remember who you are. Remember you're a spiritual warrior. And deal with the thing, and it will go away. It's only a matter of time until it disappears. And a little bit of humor is good. You know, this is why it's useful to have to make things like cartoons or have squeaky voices, because the more we shrink the demon down and, and see it for what it is and see it in a funny way, the more likely we're going to overcome it. If it becomes this massive problem, then we're going to run the other way. But if it gets shrunk down to size, then we're bigger and more powerful, which we are. And then we can experience success. Wonderful. We could, of course, go on and on about this because it's a very, very, very deep topic, but uh, i am we have a limit of time here. So, Shireen, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for your wonderful presence and all your great wisdom. It's fun and games. And um, so if you want to know more about what Shireen's doing, how can they find you, Shireen, to learn more about your you? And if they're in Florida, how, how will they get in touch for classes? So go to Release Your Wings on YouTube, and that's her channel with lots of videos and short um, meditations and meditations. And if you're in Florida, uh, you'll find out about where, how you can get in touch for classes and things like that. And enjoy becoming a spiritual warrior now you know what to do. Now you know what's going on. So every day these things are coming up and you get the wonderful opportunity every single day to have a good look at this stuff. <laughs> and it's going to come knocking anyway. So no matter whether we try and avoid it, whether we face it, it's coming after us. So we're going to have to deal with this stuff sooner or later. So thank you, Shireen. Any last final thoughts, blessings? Blessings?
0: One. May, they are all Mahavir's. Everyone listening, you are a Mahavir. Just recognize it. That is reality, you know. That is the reality. You can choose not to look at reality, but that's the reality. You are a Mahavir.
1: You are a Mahavir. Spiritual warrior. Great warrior. So wishing everyone a wonderful rest of your day, wonderful week. And we look forward to hearing your stories of facing and conquering these demons so that you can experience that joy that bubbling joy that is already there within you Loss of love and om shanti
0: it's been such a beautiful time together thank you for listening think of one person who needs this and share this with them we thank you for your beautiful presence keep shining your divine light in our world. So much love and we'll connect soon.